Bem-vindos ao podcast Trilingue, um podcast que falamos inglês, português e várias bostas. Eu sou o Fábio, eu morei nos Estados Unidos por 4 anos. E eu sou a Gabi, eu morei na Austrália por 4 anos. Esse é um podcast com uma pegada um pouco diferente. Nós vamos falar sobre coisas corriqueiras, só que em inglês. E aí, seus trilinguers? Tudo certo por aí nessa semanita? Né? Semana é santa, mas nós não somos. <risos> Já começamos aqui tornando o gin com gelo de coco e Red Bull. Eita, hoje a gente tá chique. Gabi virou pra mim e falou, quer um ginzinho aí? Gente leve. Vamos? Já? É. Hoje é sexta, né? Quinta com cara de sexta, então hoje pode. Meus amigos americanos sempre falavam, it's five o'clock somewhere. Because it's five o'clock somewhere. Probably they stop, they start, they stop working, working at five. 9 to 5 and there's they are always saying it's 5 o'clock somewhere even if it's 10 a.m. or 8 a.m. <laughs> really know. doesn't matter doesn't matter you know in Australia we have um, breakfast mojitos do you have that as well in, in America they had mimosas yeah breakfast mimosas in, in America that's true um, in in Australia we used to go to these like uh, breakfast Not breakfast. It wasn't brunch, brunch as well. Not exactly. It was like a buttonless brunch. That's the name. It's like all you can eat. Chip? All you can eat and drink. Oh, nice! <laughs> I like that place. Yeah, and there's heaps. There's plenty of them. You can pick and choose, and they had vegan options too. So, fire Australia. What's the fire. the breakfast mojito? Oh, uh, it's like a mojito. It's the same thing. Yeah. I you, love mojitos. You just drink it in breakfast. Definitely my favorite drink. And sometimes breakfast margari margaritas as well. Oh god, that is yeah. like <laughs> Yeah. That all started existed. off like pretty strong. <laughs> yeah. There was a Mexican place that we used to go because had heaps of uh, vegan options. They had a whole vegan menu, um, and vegan margaritas and a tequila shot. Okay. Sounds like quite intense to like start the day. 3 p.m. Well, like, vomiting? Yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Tequila does not go down super mm -hmm. well for me. Neither. So today, this week, we actually want to talk about something um, something funny at first because it's April Fool's today. It is. It's not for you guys anymore, but like you lived it. Yeah, you Hope lived you it. Hope you had your fun. You probably had a message from your friend that almost gave you a heart attack. I feel like you had one. I just had one and literally being looked at my face and I was like, I'm gonna die. She sent me, girlfriend, why did you put nudes on your stories? And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? What did I do? Are you serious? And then I went to, I went to look at her message and then I saw that um, it was actually an April Fool's message and I was like, far out. I almost died. What about you? Yeah. You said you had some pretty... I had. I well. saw I saw a tweet today saying you should tell all your little contacts. <laughs> your little contacts. Yeah. Can I talk to you? I need to talk to you. Can you meet me tomorrow? To everyone you go out with and then just be gone for an hour and a half. And watch the circus burn. For sure, Hopefully yeah. So like you didn't do it this year, maybe 2022 is it's your time. And if you don't have any, maybe that's a goal you have. Assemble all the contatinhos. Yeah, do a, how, how was the name of it again? Distro list or something on, on WhatsApp that you can actually like send the same message. A broadcast to... list? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, I have a friend that I cannot name that used to have one of those. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know after the podcast. <laughs> I need to know. Yeah, I think you know. <laughs> uh, I have a good guess. But yeah, I had one terrible experience with April Fool's. When I was 16, I was just out of my super toxic relationship. And we weren't doing super well. I remember the, the rodeo that we have in Bragança was happening. The festival. So I went to that and I hooked up with a different girl in front of her. And she was like kind of pissed, but didn't actually matter because we were broken up already. She had already dated the other dude. And I, I don't know if you guys listened to the other episode, but I lived like a, a, a triangle a relationship. Yeah, a triple. It was a triple. A triple. And he was the one that wasn't getting any of the candy. No, no, I was. <laughs> yeah, sad story. But yeah, so it was after that. And 
after the the night after the concert was April Fools, but I didn't remember that. Mm-hmm. I went to talk to one of my friends just to talk all about all the things that happened on the previous night, and we were there talking in his street, I guess, just chatting up and talking about all those things that happened. And my dad calls me, and he's like, "Okay, I don't know where you are, but." the my ex-girlfriends he said that my ex-girlfriend's parents were in my house they were pretty pissed because i did something that upset her and they wanted to talk to me and i'm like fuck what they want to talk to me and do anything and i was like literally in shock and i told my friend and he was in shock and i was walking to my house and it was like 100 meters away from where i was and I, when i got to the corner of my house I had, I I see my dad just laughing his ass off. Oh my! With me God. just like holy shit, and he was like April Fools. I'm like you motherfucker. Oh my God, that's the most awful thing yeah. ever. And it was you the got pranked by your dad. Yeah. Wow. And the timing was so good because he didn't know that those things happened, but God, those things just fell into that's place. That's so funny. Yeah. I love it. It was a hard time. Oh my but god. Yeah. Besides was... April Fools, we have a Holy Friday tomorrow. Like yeah. PSA, that's not how they call it. How do they call it? I I have no idea. Saint in, Friday? In the United States I never celebrated there it was never a holiday like Easter. Really? They had Easter Sunday, but that's a Sunday, so it doesn't really matter. In Australia we used to have Easter Thursday. East no, sorry. We had Easter Thursday, but it wasn't a, a public holiday. It was um, Holy Friday or Easter Friday, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday, Easter Sunday, and Easter Monday. So we had like uh, that's beautiful Monday off as well. <laughs> Did they have a, vo- a lot of holidays in Australia? No, like ten maybe yeah. throughout the year. But yeah. um, if they fell on a Saturday, they would take. Friday or Monday, so oh, that's gorgeous. Way, they would have like the that holiday. is nice. Yeah, so that's it's working for it the was people. pretty good. It was pretty good, but I am not a very religious person, and I know you're not. As oh well. yeah, no, me neither. So um, I wasn't really like I'm not really sure how people celebrate in Australia because to me it was just a holiday. Yeah, I've never seen any of my friends go back to their houses on Easter Sunday. Because yeah. they usually usually live some some people live out of state, so mm-hmm. it's pretty far. You have to buy a plane ticket to go back home, mm-hmm. and most people, even when they live pretty close to where they study, they just don't come back. Yeah. They don't they don't fuck with that. So they usually stayed in. It wasn't like a big holiday like Thanksgiving where everyone yeah. came back. It was like chills. Yeah, in Australia, I had heaps of friends that used to go to church on Sunday oh, yeah. morning. Um, and heaps of people that I used to follow, like Australian influencers and stuff, they would go to church on Sunday morning, but that's it. Um, I guess they wouldn't eat meat as well on Friday. Yeah. Um, only fish. Um, but I don't remember because I was actually listening to this uh, Spanish podcast um, called Hoy Hablamos because I'm learning Spanish as well. And he started talking about how uh, it's a whole week holiday in Spain. Really? Yeah, it's Sunday to Sunday. So it's the Sunday before Easter Sunday, the whole week, and it finishes off on Sunday. And it's like celebrations on morning and nights, and south versus north is different, and how they have like this... It's like carnival, you know, but for... Jesus. <laughs> Christianity is pretty big in Spain, isn't it? Yeah, I it think so. Like yeah, and I think Christianity is very much like a big um, scene. It's like an incination. Yeah. If you go to a, a Catholic church, you'll see like candles and all those like incenses and shit like that and, and the drinking the, the blood of Jesus and it's all like a big scene. It's like yeah. a, So it doesn't surprise me that for a country that is that Christian, that yeah. Catholic, they would have actual celebrations where, as he was describing, in the north, I think, mm-hmm. people don't talk. They're like in silence for a week. No shit. Yeah. And they have like massive street celebrations with, 
you know, people uh, carrying big Jesus statues that weigh up to 2,000 kilos, and like they have a whole bunch of people under it, yeah. carrying <laughs> oh gosh, it. Yeah. and then they're like, everyone is like watching in silence. That is on another level. I know. Because I think we have parades in Brazil, but people don't stay quiet. Yeah, so in the South, it's different. People celebrate, people, you know, they, they fight, they laugh, they drink, they do whatever. But on the, on the North and Center of Spain, they just remain quiet. Yeah. I feel like the Brazilian people cannot stay quiet at all. No. Even those like a moment of silence, which is a minute of silence on stadiums and all that shit. It never works in here. No. It's impossible. Yeah. yeah. I thought that people weren't respectful enough, but I think the Brazilian is just no. incapable of staying in silence. Mm-hmm. My yoga professor or teacher, I don't know which one. <laughs> Whatever. Usually university you call them professors. Teachers yeah, are like other I think shit. she's a teacher. Yeah. She was talking about her mentor having a, a retreat where they just go silent for like a week and stay away from everything and everyone they just don't talk and i'm like they don't talk they just meditate all the time that sounds like it's not like that big challenge me. yeah that sounds like horrible that's like the end of it <laughs> i don't i don't shut up you know me i don't <laughs> shut up and you talk a lot too and yeah, how, like how imagine how in mm-hmm. one of those retreats Holy Not a shot. Shit. I don't think collectively. I don't think he he went. No, he I talks he a lot. Talk on his like during his sleep as well. For sure. For sure. He talks a lot. The kid is non-silent ever. Yeah, he was one of our, one of our friends, big time friends. Love him. Love him. <coughs> oh God. It's not Corona. Just it's choked. Like... Yeah. It's, it's, it's gin. gin. <laughs> it's like kicking my ass. No, really. God, I miss this drinking. Drinking with, with friends, people. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with not your, you know, partner or your family. I was just, I was telling my girlfriends that I cannot wait to not look at a guy's face for more. <laughs> I just want a girls' night. I, I honestly, I'm done with men around me, and it's not like you did anything. Oh, I didn't dude, I, anything. I, yeah, no. You guys are amazing, like all of you. I have yeah. no issues. It's just that. Girls are different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I never take the hit. Whenever someone's like, I hate men or men suck. I'm like, girl, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody sucks. I don't think anybody is good. But yeah. Anyways. I think like straight men has their, their few things that they share among each other that's awful. Cause probably don't they know. don't realize it. I am not a man, so I don't know what you guys talk about. But that's... A oh, no. You don't want to know that. No, that's awful. That. I want to know that because... You know, I was asking my non-boyfriend slash future boyfriend oh, if damn. he talks feelings with his friends because he only has male friends and one female friend. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I mean, I tell them that I like you, but I don't talk about anything else. I'm like, you guys. No, we really don't talk about it. It's crazy. Yeah, that's something that barely started with me and Leo, like, recently, like, talking intimate shit not only feelings and even sex we don't talk men don't talk about sex no i know it's crazy because yeah. girls talk about sex all the time yeah and like details <laughs> details like yeah. shit i knew about leo's before leo knew i knew about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah before leo tried to tell me about his i knew already <laughs> yeah and he was crying about guys you don't know about this story yet. I won't say it because you would probably be like quite sad about it, but yeah, he cried over it and it's not something to make fun of, but it's a little bit funny. He He didn't cry, cry over it, but he was like kind of drunk, kind of complaining. Oh yeah. He's like, oh shit, I feel objectified. Oh yeah, Yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean. Oh, congrats. You feel like every other woman in the world (laughs) that you probably do the same thing too. Facts. I mean, he does better than a lot of other people. Props to right him. Now. Not props to him. Like right that's the bare now? minimum. Can you actually no props. say that right now about him? I guess I can. Do you think not? I mean, he goes out with quite a few people, but that's it. Yeah, I think that's disrespectful. You do? Yeah. 
depending on how, what way. he's talking about with these girls. Like, you don't know what he's saying. Yeah, he can't go like full on faking shit towards them. Yeah, like, telling be honest. Shit like, I want yeah. nothing. I just want to eat you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? As long as people agree. Yeah. I I just like had a, a thought for a second about do I explain what eating other people means? <laughs> Because it's not the the literal translation. Yeah, you're not can we're not cannibals, you know. Yeah, yeah, not not really that. Yeah, but like literally translating, it doesn't go like that. Eating other people. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, go like fucking. Sense. But eating is not fucking. No. Eating is. So it's just an expression. It's oral sex on women. As well, you can say eating for anything. Really? But eating is like a, a real expression for... Yeah, for like, yeah. sex. Yeah. yeah. I want to eat you. But only towards girls. Yeah. Then on girls. Weird. Okay, you're learning. <laughs> I don't know if this was what you were expecting. Yeah, it wasn't what we were expecting. <laughs> Not at all. But like, I mean, you're closer to being a native. Yeah. Not really, but you know yeah. the lingo now. Yeah. A little bit better. But that's true. I used to... I say eating for everything. But I guess it's more for yeah. girls. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I always had it. Yeah. I think you're right. You're right. Yeah. But yeah. You see what a little bit of alcohol does to us. Yeah. It's like, we're already here. Yeah. It's it's always sex. Like, it's Somehow. never something more. Something, never something just... Last episode was so, you know, like... Oh, deep it was nice. Amazing. I liked it. Amazing. And this episode's just trash. Like Yeah, if you didn't listen to the, the last episode... I recommend. Yeah, go go towards that one. Yeah. Maybe if you're not enjoying this... If you're enjoying this, you I better mean, say... I mean, you can have a drink with us. And then you're probably going to enjoy this. Take a shot right now. Tequila. You won't. No, do I it. I dare you. Double do dare it. you. Double, double, triple, double, triple, double <laughs> dare you. <laughs> but anyways, guys, um, we were also planning on talking about um, religion today. Which For was sure. the plan. And I think it's an interesting topic to have in the Holy Week or Holy Friday. Taking a U-turn on this holy. subject like shit. Look at me, Chaka Yui here. <laughs> Chaka Yui. Yui. God. <laughs> Shit, we're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Chaka Yui. Chaka Yui. Yeah, take a U turn and let's go back to talking business. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that for my grandma, for example, Holy Friday is really important. And um, I think that eating fish like bacalhau. Yeah, codfish. Cod fish, yeah, codfish on a Friday. It's like tradition here in Brazil. Yeah. And I was actually thinking about that. Where did this tradition come from? It must be from the Portuguese. For sure, the Portuguese. They probably yeah. had a lot of codfish and they were like, let's sell it to them. Anything yeah. that we buy on holidays, it's like someone Sold that had to sell, they just created it. Made a tradition. Like yeah. a few weeks ago, we had Consumer Week. That was never a thing. Did we it just that? started. Yeah, things are starting like that. Oh wow! Like Black Friday in here, we're picking that up. Oh yeah, that's true. And Chris, probably Christmas, like that was like a historical. That was an idea for sure. For sure. Even the colors of Christmas are actually the colors of Coca Cola. Yeah. That's like the big, big, big conspiracy theory because um, Santa Claus was actually wearing all green in yeah. the past histories. Yeah, there are historians that tell that Jesus didn't wasn't born on. December 25th. Oh no, that's, that's a like pagan. Big bullshit. That's yeah. actually a pagan uh, holiday. holiday. Yeah. yeah, they didn't know where, when Jesus was born. And they were like, we can make people buy shit yeah. for Christmas. Yeah, and talking about religious books, like. Um, oh shit. And we're back. We're back. Um, talking about religious holidays and books in general, a uh, fun fact about. I'm not sure about the Bible because, you know, I didn't really study the Bible. That much, but I studied uh, Quran, yeah. which is Al Quran, and there are two books in Quran that are holy books. One of them is the Quran, and there is also a book of the Hadiths, which are tellings of the life of the Prophet. Yeah, um, which is really similar to the Second Testament of the Bible. Yes, but the Hadiths were not written by God. Yes, they were actually uh, written by the followers of the Prophet. Yes, and they actually only started writing it two hundred years after the death of the Prophet. Yes. So talking about traditions and talking about all these facts that we think we know, 
we actually know shit. Yeah. And the Bible is the most edited book in history. So I I saw a tweet the other day about how people that go to church think they are, you know, so much better than other people. There are some people like that, not all, I'm not generalizing. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some people like that. And how I disagree and how that tweet said that um, if you need the you know the imminent death leading into hell and hellfire for the rest of eternity to make you be a good person that means you're not a good person for sure like you have to be scared of something to actually be someone good and yeah. the part that doesn't make sense to me it's like okay so the devil was an angel that disagreed with god and then he was given something to torture people that actually does the shit that he fucks with yeah He's like, I don't fuck with the shit that God does. And people who don't fuck with the shit that God does are sent to this dude who tortures him. Yeah. Why? Why does he torture people that think like him? So, I think, at least when I read the Quran, what I understood from that bit was that um, Lucifer had an agreement with God where he's like, yes. I'm going to prove to you that humans are not good. Yeah. And then that's why God lets him, you know... Uh, not torture, but like um, who tortures people is not actually Lucifer, it's actually God. Lucifer is in, in earth to test us. But then, then, then he can't be all good. And it says he's all good. He's not all good. That's the bullshit, <laughs> That's the bullshit from the Second Testament that was written by whoever wrote it. So your experience with religion is how did it start and where did it take you? Um... Long story short, I actually tried um, Christianity before I went down on Muslim Islamic, mm -hmm. you know, studies. Um, I went to some Bible studies. I met some really nice people. Yeah. But then I met their pastor. Yeah. And dude, he was retarded. Yeah. He was fucking insane. Like, I used to date a Muslim guy. Right. Yes. And I was fine and happy with that. That didn't matter to me, whatever religion he followed. I didn't give a shit. And I was pursuing my own happiness or understanding of life. And not because I had a, a, I needed that, but because I was curious to yeah. know what was, you know, bringing so many people together and what is the magic behind that? Why my grandma prays every Sunday or listens yeah. to the same thing on repeat every Sunday because I went to her house th this other day and she was listening to the uh, Misa yeah. and I was like I'm gonna fucking burn this TV down if you don't shut the fuck up <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> anyways um, I get aggressive when I'm drunk um, <laughs> as you can see <laughs> um, that's one side of her I mean yeah. when she's drunk she, she does a lot of other shit too I'm intense <laughs> But, that, that's, that is a good definition. Yeah, I'm intense on everything, but I think I tone it down in my day-to-day, -day, but I drink and it comes out. The yeah. true me. Yeah, drinking is like turning a big fuck, fuck it. Fuck just all, button. fuck you, yeah. fuck like, everything. I don't care anymore yeah. about anything. I'm yeah. just going to do something. I'm just going to say shit yeah. and do shit. I, there's no consequences when you're drunk. Exactly. Except there are when you're sober again. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> if there if there is something I understand about being drunk, is the next day. <laughs> But anyways, um, I just tried out and I liked the people and I liked everything. But the guy just literally came up to me and he said, um, "If you don't break up with your boyfriend, you're gonna go to hell." Yeah. And I'm like, okay, bye. And it never went back. And then yeah, that's kind of crazy. I started learning more about, um, you know, Islam and Islamic religion because I had many friends. Yeah. Um, not even because of my boyfriend at the time, because you know he's irrelevant. But um, my best friends, who are Muslim, yeah. took me to their religious, you know, gatherings, and I started listening to the Quran and I started studying. And I really liked it, and I started praying. Yeah. And I really liked that too, because it just made me feel so much better. Yeah. I became a much better person, but there are some cer certain rules to praying in Islam, certain rules to behaving in Islam that when I moved back to Brazil, I kind of lost it. Yeah. Like, I couldn't be wearing this, for example. Mm -hmm. um, I would have to wash like short my... shorts. Yeah, 
I would have to wash myself five times a day, every yeah. time I pray, uh, prior to prayer. You cannot drink. You cannot, uh, you know, if you go to the bathroom, you have to wash every time. You can't use toilet paper. Um, and it just became like, and one of the prayers is at 5 a.m. in the morning. Mm. So you have five prayers throughout the day and um, one of them is really short, which is the 5 a.m. one, but there are some of them that take like 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah. And that, like you have to repeat everything three to four times, five times. Every day. Like every prayer. But how often do you do it? Five times a day. But every day? Every day. Every day. The only rest time that you have is when you're on your period. So if you're a man, you never rest. You just um, keep going. When you, you're sick, you're in your period or you're pregnant, then you don't have to pray. But um, I noticed that because I was forcing myself to pray, I started to believe less. You kind of rejected it a little bit. Yeah. And because I was so fucking tired of having to wash five times a day when I, you know, I work out during the, the day and um, normally I'm on my, you know, gym wear and yeah. I don't really want to be washing <laughs> five times a day. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you have to shower and you had to wet your hair and if you smelled or if you touched your um, intimate areas, yes. you had to shower. Oh God. Yeah. So it's like a very clean religion. But it's to the extreme, I'm not that clean, and I couldn't really follow through with it. But whenever I um, feel like I need a connection with God, I pray both in Arabic and Portuguese. Wow. That was a great take on it. Yeah. I loved it. That's, that's it. What about you? You, you had experience with religion as well. What yeah, I had like a kind of short experience. Never as a kid, but when I entered my first relationship, mm -hmm. she was had me on the church side so yeah we went to church camp i went to church almost every sunday in the morning sometimes and at night too helped people out it was nice you meet a lot of nice people mm -hmm. some things that are said are pretty cool but like consistently going and staying and doing all the shit that they do it's like some saturday nights you just gather together and do some things that are not that fun for someone who's 16 or 17 yeah or 15 at the time and i was like Okay, this was fun, but I, I gather a lot of good stuff from it. I prayed a lot of times, usually thanking for things. Yeah, that's a big thing about religion that yeah. you really like. Yeah. Be thankful for what you have. Yeah, I, I learned quite a few things that I still take it with me and I internalize yeah. it, but not in a religious way anymore. Yeah, it was spiritual. Yeah, it was pretty good. I went to the church, the same type of church in the in the U.S. too. They had the same songs, but sang, sang it them Hillsong? in English. <laughs> it was what? Hillsong? What's that? A church. Don't you know about Hillsong? No. So they're this big corporation. Oh, yeah. I know a few of those. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're big and they're a corporation of churches across the world that um, allows you to travel and, yeah. you know, learn how to be a minister and yeah. also sing. No, it was a small... A small church in campus. It was like super chill. Yeah, it wasn't like a good. big corporation. Yeah, I went like to it once because it was pretty hard moving out mm -hmm. there at first. It was yeah. all by myself, didn't know any anyone. It was and a the church culture. is a good place to have. Yeah. To make friends. Mm -hmm. People are nice. People are definitely nice. What there are a lot of missionaries there. What did you used to do on like the Saturday nights that you didn't enjoy? Because I remember when I used to go to to Bible studies, one thing that I liked was the fact that they would bring people that are non-religious and they would study as a group. And then if you bring questions, challenging their views, they would accept what you're saying and try to explain to you how they interpret that. Oh, that's a healthy discussion. Yeah. Loved it. No, it wasn't like that much of a study. It was just like a... a Getting together with people from church, but they, they don't drink, they don't do all the type of mm. stuff that young people want to do. Yeah. It wasn't like horrible. I didn't learn anything from it. It was just like yeah. not a boring going out time. Yeah. Yeah, I liked, I liked my Bible study group. We were, it was fun. We used yeah. to cook, we used to listen to the Bible and discuss. Yeah, that's and then we cool. used to, you know, eat dessert and 
get to meet a lot of people that just got to Australia and yeah. it was their first time there and I met a lot of people that were going back home and a lot of people that actually like one of my good friends Bonnie she met her husband and that's something creepy about church yeah she was 18 and the guy yeah. was like 32 yeah and they got married I mean at least it's legal it's legal but She's she a kid. only She's got a kid. married and he was like probably her first kiss oh god and she only got married to him because church said you can't kiss before you get married or you can't travel with your husband uh with your boyfriend and yeah. you can't sleep together in the same room or the same yeah. house and all that bullshit and she was 18 she wanted to you know enjoy her life as well so anyways, she's a great girl and, and obeyed her husband. Yeah. He's actually Pakistani Christian. Yeah. And um, he's a really nice guy as well. So and they were actually friends with my Muslim friends. Yeah. <laughs> so we were a very like, uh, yeah. um and that's why I think that the meetings were so fruitful because we had a great time and we got to meet each other, different people from different places. And I think that way is a good way to think about religion like everyone's entitled to their own opinion and interpretation and everyone can be friends yeah but that's not how religion is treated like what happened to me in church and probably what happened to you as and as a teenager as well um they reject who you are as a person yeah they don't really accept that and, and try to figure out what's going on mm -hmm. it's weird that there are so many restraints put in place mm -hmm. that don't make any sense maybe they made sense before Back in the day, yeah, yeah like getting married without kissing or having that sex was like natal control like birth control that even. too i think it was a lot about fa because fathership whatever the name is yeah you, yeah you wouldn't know who the father is back then. Yeah, yeah for sure it's a lot about i think and i i'm not sure about this one but marriage on like many years ago, many many years ago, was a political thing. Was a a thing to unite families. Still is. Yeah, still is in a lot of places still is for sure. In, in Pakistan for sure. Yeah, but it it changed to being an act of love at one point. Yeah, and I guess and monogamy those rules didn't change. Is also something invented. Oh, for sure. I think it's everything's so invented. It's so interesting how we make our own rules and we punish ourselves for not following the rules that we actually created. Yeah, but those rules we didn't create. We were like, Society. in this world, and yeah. it, they were created, and everybody's yeah. different, and as long as you're not hurting the next person, I mean, you can That's do your That's exactly shit. what I believe, too. And you're not fooling the, the other person, like, do your thing. Be honest, be straightforward. Yeah. And I think good things will come, you know? For sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Different. <laughs> We took a we, we took a turn. We ended on a high note. This episode was the craziest shit I've ever <laughs> listened, spoke, thought about in my entire life. Because we talked about religion, sex, <laughs> and what else did we talk about? April Fools. April Fools. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy Friday. Holy Friday. <laughs> Hope you guys had a wonderful Holy Week. And you enjoy this podcast. Too, because we enjoyed ourselves. Yeah. And have a drink on us. For sure. Take another shot. Now. Do now. It. Do it. <laughs> triple, double, triple, double. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Olá, 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 trilinguers! Tudo bem? Tudo bom? Estamos de volta depois de um hiato de uma semana causado por... Eu não é. estar aqui e Binho e eu não temos a nossa, nossa rotina habitual. Essa dinâmica, né? E dá saudades, porque na real a gente bate papo antes e depois, então é muito bom. É, é muito gostoso, porque a gente é amigo e aí fica tudo mais é. fácil, né? Criem esses hábitos com seus amigos, vai trocar uma ideia. É muito legal um rolê assim que você toca uma ideia. É isso, só isso. E hoje nós vamos trocar uma ideia sobre um assunto meio polêmico, né, do momento que a gente está vendo na televisão e no nas Instagram nas mídias sociais uhum. é agora sobre o Ramadã e a gente está vendo muita marca usando o Ramadã para promoção pessoal né uhum. então hoje a gente veio bater um papo com vocês para trazer um pouquinho mais do que é o Ramadã e tentar introduzir um pouquinho mais da religião islâmica o conhecimento da religião islâmica no seu dia a dia 
Aqui também é conhecimento. Cultura. But in English. Wow. <laughs> Sliding into that theme in English. That was beautifully done. Thank you, thank you. Um, okay, so first of all, I just wanted to establish if you, Fabio, had any experience with, you know, Ramadan, Muslims. I know we, we just talked about that. But yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Tell, tell our people. No, I have not, not been in touch with that in any point of my life. What I've I've had some friends they're they're they probably were Muslim, but I never got in touch with their their routine, especially during these days. So I think me and everyone else would like to learn a lot about more about that because we had that Instagram post this week, and you were a person that actually took a a position in that and helped explain because Instagram just threw that in there and didn't didn't say anything. Yeah. So just like some brands used it to get views more traction yeah, yeah more traction not only brands but i think even like personal trainers yeah I don't know. yeah I, you saw people did yeah, yeah, yeah i saw that so i think um it's just it's kind of ugly and very disrespectful to use such a holy holiday like yeah. what it, what christmas is to us imagine if you had you know people using christmas okay people do use christmas yeah to christmas is a themselves. Bad yeah But I, I feel like every Christian holiday nowadays, we used to promote ourselves in some sure. way with like Easter and all these, thi these things. We're used to using it to promote things. Yeah, because that one is a, it's, I think it's a, it's a gray area because there's a lot of prejudice against those, those people that practice yeah. that religion. Yeah, for in, sure. In a and way that there isn't, at, le TV. at least among us, among yeah. Christians. Yeah. But yeah, so it's a more sensitive subject for them. And I we think... should respect if people feel offended by doing of course they're gonna feel it because they take it very seriously i think it's two sides to to the same coin kind of thing like they do use it to promote certain things yeah but for example because in the islamic religion you are not allowed to wear um you know shorts or bikinis or things like that you can't use Ramadan to promote your, you know, holiday in Bahia where you're like you and a boy that is not your husband, yeah. both in like bikinis and, you know, yeah. it's just showing too much skin. And then you use a holy holiday from Islam to promote that yeah. in the social media. That's just for sure insane to me. <laughs> and probably as a brand, you don't want to get on like either a personal brand or a big brand. You don't want to get on any train and just go with it. Yeah. Like see where you're posting your content. Yeah. Some, some stuff are just not meant for you. And even though you're going to get views, those are not going to convert. And sometimes they can even hurt you. Exactly. Like I am a bit, because I know about it, right? Yeah, so when I saw some some of the brands that I use, that I buy, yeah. um, some of the people, like the professionals, like hairdressers and things like that, that I yeah. go to, promoting themselves with Ramadan, I was really pissed off. Yeah. And the worst part is, I know they didn't see my posts because they kept on doing it. And I almost, I literally, no, actually, not almost. I actually went to their DMs and I was like, fucking stop this shit. Got it. That, that was good. That was good. <laughs> you should have done it. Yeah, you I, take I a did position. That yeah. Because, you know, sometimes they just don't know what they're doing. And I think yes. we in social media nowadays, we just see like a cute little sticker and we put For it in sure. your, you know, because you sure. see you're going to get promoted and stuff. But yeah, you... I saw there there is one woman that imports stuff. She has an, uh, from, from the US to here, like usually MacBooks, mm -hmm. iPhones and sell them here she used it to promote herself but after she posted some stories like apologizing for not knowing because some people explained it to her and she took it a, took, 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 took them those down. Down. Yeah. yeah you can still promote yourself without using the stickers right for sure. so i think um it's just lack of knowledge i don't think anybody would do it on purpose and that's mm -hmm. why we're here today to explain a little bit more about um what it is yeah. like what is ramadan what is islam what is you know this moment what does that actually mean to the muslims to islam and i will just take a step back and tell a little, a little bit about my um story and my history with muslims yes take that's it away okay um so basically when i moved to australia i went to live in a 
you know, uni accommodation. You already know the story, but anyways, I'll tell you again. I mean, it's always good to tell people because <laughs> maybe this is the first time they're listening to any episode. Yeah. So they don't know. Yeah. So you were at university in Australia. Yeah. Living in those, the, the dorms. dorms right? yeah, yeah, dorms. And in my dorm, there were people from all over the world because yeah. it was really close to the city center. It was close to the uni. So it was one of the best ones we could get. It's, was it a shock for you? Because I also studied in the U.S., And it was a shock to see that many different cultures together. Yeah, for sure. Like, I had friends from Malaysia, from France, yeah. from um, Nepal, India, Thailand. from... Yeah, a good friend you know, from Nepal. Japan, China, Japan. every fucking oh, where yeah. you can imagine, I knew at least one person. Yeah, it's so many different people. So like, many. Holy shit. And in the beginning, I was kind of like in a group with all the Mexicans, yeah. all the French, all yeah. the um, Spanish girls. And we were like a big group of girls. Plus Sanjay, who, who's Malaysian Indian, and Noel, who's gay and yeah. Chinese Malaysian. So yeah. we had a very diverse group. Yeah. And I was the only one bi, and Noel was the only one gay. And there was Robert, who was also bi and Chinese. So anyways, a very crazy group. <laughs> Um, and then on my second semester, I met some Pakistani people. And getting to know these Pakistani people, I got to know some Indian people and some, um, you know, Arabic people. And then I just started like broadening my scope and getting to know about their, their um, culture and how they differ, how their religion differ from each other and mine and all these things. And um, it was really interesting because this particular group, they weren't really religious. They were regular people. They would drink, they would party, they would dress up with shorts, with t-shirts yeah. and stuff. And with the time, part of the group became more religious. And they started, you know, fasting during Ramadan. And they started um, not wearing shorts anymore or, you know, changing some of their behaviors. Yeah. And the other part was kind of against it. So it was really interesting to see the dynamic. But I really, truly just learned more about Islam and Ramadan when I moved to Sydney. And I met my best friend, Maida, and her husband, Mohammed. They were the first ones to introduce me to any kind of um, Islamic book. Yeah. Um, Maida, she introduced me to Fighting Islam, which is like a feminist Islamic book. Uh, written by a converted convert Islamic convert woman from Australia. Wow. That she calls out convert women from all around the world to write about Islam. So it's a fucking crazy good book. <laughs> Because you know, we have a, a, a way of thinking about Islam that is um completely you know, wrong when you look at the book and the Quran and you read the Quran and you read the, the surahs and you read everything and then you get to know that Islam is actually a religion of love. Yeah, if you're actually going to talk about anything, you should at least get to know it way better. For sure. Because I know nothing about it. For sure. I never read it. I read the Quran and I read the surahs and I started reading the, some of the sunnahs. Yeah. So I read a lot of things about it religiously and I also read a lot about it um, from scholars that were, you know, inter interpreting, you know, reading yeah. and, and giving their own conclusions. Okay, on the book. yeah, yeah. So I think that's really important to have not only your perception, but also somebody else that is also studied to give their, their knowledge. Oh, and like extensively studied it. Exactly. And I also politically studied it in Pakistan because Pakistan was one of the first, you know, Uh, countries to have a female prime minister and you would yeah. never expect that in an Islamic culture nowadays we would you know be against like not against it but you'd think the population wouldn't allow it yeah and that might be true because at that time politically the world was different and technologically the world was different so manipulating people was a lot harder and you For had sure. more more of like tradition roots and things like that and So I think even Islam back then was different from other people. But anyways, um, Maida and Muhammad taught me about Islam. She introduced me to that book. Mike's boyfriend was also Muslim. So he introduced me to the biography of Benazir Bhutto, who's the first 
prime minister, female prime minister of Pakistan. So I read both of those books and then I read the Quran, the surahs and the sunnahs and I started practicing. Yeah. I started praying. So Maida taught me how to pray and I started praying here and there. I bought, I bought um, a praying mat that is in Australia right now. Um, and she invited me over for my first iftar. How does praying work? How does it work? So it's five times a day. Okay. And different prayers have different um, repetitions. Yeah. And they also have different names and they mean different things. So mm -hmm. the first prayer is at sunrise. Um, you pray one... I won't remember the name right now. I think it's yeah. a surah. I think you pray one suda and then you you know go back to your life it's normally at 5 a.m yeah. so you wake up for that and then you go back to your life go back to sleep whatever and then you pray, pray, pray one suda but before praying you need to do the evolution ritual which is called voodoo that you have to clean yourself yes and you um have to cover yourself because if you're a woman you have to cover yourself and the voodoo when you do it you need to clean you need to first give the intention. So you need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, uh, for God. And then you're praying for God. So then you clean yourself and then you wash your, your hair. You have to wet your hair. You have to wet your face, your hands, your, uh, up until your um, elbows and then your feet. And then you have to cover yourself. And then before praying, you also have to say your intention to God again and then start the prayer. Yes. So every single time you're going to pray, you're going to do this. Wow. Five times a day. Five times a day. And I did that for a while. I did that for, for a while. Every day. Wow. So you can't pray if you're pregnant, if you're, um, if you're bleeding, you know, you yeah. can't pray if you're in your period and stuff. So at least women have one week break <laughs> yeah. from that. But it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot, a lot. And requires a lot of determination and you know, the first one is the easiest prayer because it gets longer and longer. And you can't pray. The prayers get longer during the day. Yeah. And then they get shorter again. So first prayer is one suda. Second prayer, I think, is four. Um, What's the suda? Suda is the reciting verses of the Quran. Okay. In Arabic. So the whole prayer wow. is in Arabic. Wow. So I learned how to pray in Arabic. Wow. To do that. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So surah is like the verse, the verses of the Quran. Uh -huh. You always start with um, telling God that you believe. So that's yes. the first part of the prayer. Second part part of the prayer is always the first chapter of the Quran. Yes. Third part of the ch the prayer, you can choose one surah from the Quran to read. Yes. And then you finish with um, you know saying goodbye to you know. God and, and the angels that are to each side of you. And then you can go on with your day. But imagine doing this every time. And the second prayer is four, four surahs. The third prayer is also... I think the third prayer is three surahs. The fourth prayer... No, the third prayer is four surahs. The, the fourth prayer is three surah, surahs. And the last prayer is four surahs. So oh. it's one, four, four, three, four. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. What's in the first chapter of the book of the of the Quran? Oh, it's been a while. <laughs> I would need you, to you recite that one every time. Yeah. Five times a day. Yeah, I I can pray in. It some... must be like a very important chapter. It like... is the most important one, I think, because it's the the revelation. So it's the re oh. revelation to the prophet, yeah. um, about God. And what is expected of him, basically. That's what it is mm. in that chapter. That's very interesting. Yeah, I have it there. I can, you know, show you yeah, later. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, you guys can Google it. Like, yeah, I won't on. pray for you here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, I have my first iftar with Maida. And yeah. I, iftar is basically the act of breaking fast. So I also fasted for the first time with her. Okay, guys. So fasting is... Jejun. Not eating or drinking any water during so the whole day. Very restrict one. Yeah, they do that for a whole month. Um, and it's that 
during the holy month of Ramadan and they do it because the prophet used to do it back then in an act of showing his devotion to God but also it's a way of feeling what other people feel when they don't have anything wow that's pretty good so it kind of gives you that perspective perspective of what it is to be hungry and thirsty and not be able to eat or drink anything yeah that's maybe something because you don't have, have anything yeah yeah you don't have anything to eat or drink and then you, you i got that perspective so hard because you know imagine not being able to drink water yeah that How would be crazy hard and i never thought that people in the streets might not have water you know no no access to it exactly we take it for granted because it's always there it's exactly. it never lacks water exactly so i think it's beautiful that they do that i think yeah, it's, it is it's just it opens your soul and opens your mind um obviously you can't drink because drinking is forbidden in yeah. islam so you can't drink during ramadan um so you spend the whole day praying and not eating and not drinking and then at night at iftar you break the fast like muhammad peace be upon him the prophet used to do it so every time i will say prophet's name i will say peace be upon, upon him because that's just respect for the religion yes and um he used to break his fast with dates and water so he was he used to say that dates were more precious than any jewel because dates have so many um nutrients and they're enough to fill you up um what are dates dates um tamara. Tamara. No so that's something that they do until today yeah. some people break their fast with tea as well mm-hmm. so um black tea and milk mm-hmm. and after that you pray maghrib which is the prayer in the afternoon and then you cook dinner and then you pray the last prayer which i think is asr and then you eat dinner and no you eat dinner and then you pray okay before bed okay and normally maida and muhammad would call some friends over and that's how i met um two of my other good friends who were very much christian and it's so interesting because they were so open about inviting people from other religions and so they invited me who didn't have any religion and then um a couple of muslim friends and a couple of christian friends and we all had a great time and we talked about everything including religion in a very cool chilled manner so it was really good i have really great memories of that it's cool that different interaction with people with very different perspectives just coming together respecting each other and you know having a, a nice conversation exactly it should it's be so good it, it's crazy how it should, it be should like always be like that but it surprises yeah. us on how actually good it is yeah. when things are normal yeah the way they're supposed to be exactly And I think it's great about what is great about Islam is that Islam accepts that we like the religion doesn't know everything. The book doesn't know everything about which religions were brought to earth by God. Yeah. Because in the the book itself it says that God gave you knowledge of um the religions of Abraham yeah. which is you know Christianity and um Judaism and yeah. Islam but that there might have been more religions that are monotheist that were brought to earth by God that you are not aware of they're respectful about other exactly religions. so you don't know anything and you in the book it says you can't judge anyone because the only person that judges is God yeah but it's not good. what people do i'm not saying it's what people do because people are ignorant as well in their religion and they don't really know what they're doing yeah but that but happens that happens what is in the book yeah people draw lines in the sand to separate each other even though they're they're not that different. Exactly. And I think they do that maybe, you know, historically yeah, because of for sure. of struggles of power and and control. I think it's because of Yeah, we crazy we human beings are pretty crazy. I agree. We can go pretty far on You know, it's the things about being that smart because we are way smarter than mm-hmm. all the animals, like way smarter. Mhm. And it's not all good. It's not all good at all. Are we actually that much smarter sometimes? Really? I I we we have the yeah. capability of being smarter, but yes. not necessarily we use that. Yes, yes. We can do stupid stuff. shit still. Yeah. But we dropped our kind of animal side and got under control of the Yeah. Okay. 
more yeah. into the mind. Yeah, yeah, we dominate our environment completely. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We are the strongest um, species on Earth right now. Yeah, yeah. So With the power to destroy ourselves as well. And that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. um, we try pretty hard. Just uh, yeah. closing on what Ramadan, what people do in Ramadan, mm -hmm. um, they donate money. So basically, you have to donate two point five percent of all the things that you own. Yeah. To charity, so you normally donate to charity that would you know feed children or give them clothing or you know something like that. You choose. Mm -hmm. Um, you might even donate it to you know a mosque so that they can do the celebrations, give everyone food. Because in the mosque during Ramadan, they have lunch. Uh, they have uh, not breakfast, but they have um, iftar. They yeah. have the dinner and they have the breaking fast yeah. iftar. So they give food to everyone that gets into the mosque. So normally people also donate f mm -hmm. money for the mosque so they can do that. Um, there is a sacrifice on the Eid day. So you have to sacrifice an animal. Um, and that is because in the Quran, there is a part where God asks um, Muhammad to sacrifice. No, it wasn't Muhammad that he has to sacrifice. It was something that is also in the Bible. Yeah. God asks Abraham to sacrifice his son. Yeah. And then he can't do it, but he almost does it. Yes. And then God says, that's okay. You can sacrifice a goat instead. Yes. So then that's why they sacrifice a goat at Eid every day, every month of Ramadan. So then that goat is supposed to be separated and given to the poor and to the family members that you have that are less fortunate. So you separate like that. And besides obviously praying and following everything, um, you have to also do that during Ramadan. And you can't swear, you can't say bad words. Mm -hmm. You can't mentalize bad things. You can only mentalize good things. You have to always be, you know, clear-minded, positive, and helpful towards others. Because this is the month of renewing your energies and yeah. being good to everyone. Um, that's what it represents. And you can't have sex during the day or masturbate or touch yourself in any way that is improper. Um... And a fun fact about Muslims that I don't think you guys know, they can't, they can't clean themselves with um, paper, toilet paper. They have to wash with water every time. Every time? Every time. You cannot use toilet paper. You have to wash. So oh. you have to keep, you know, all of that running. Wait, why? Um, because it's dirty. You need to be clean. And it's cleaner to wash with water and soap and whatever you can. Okay. Rather than using toilet paper or in that time, probably sand. <laughs> I don't know what they used to use. I mean, it's not a bad habit at all. Yeah, it's no. a good habit to keep. Yeah, so that's basically what I know about Ramadan and the religion. And that's why I think it must be respected. Um, it's crazy because it sounds a lot like something really, really positive. It is. Where they give a very good perspective to people. You share a lot of what you have. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's just respectful. It's a month that millions of people in the world are doing the same thing. Putting themselves in the, the feet of other people, donating money, donating things. 30 and days is quite a bit. Being really good and grateful. And also it's mm -hmm. the day of the revelation. So during the month of Ramadan... One of the days are the day is the day that the Prophet got the first revelation. So when does Ramadan happen? It happens. Um, I think it's April May this period, uh -huh. and it actually is determined by the moon. By the moon. It's not determined by the month itself. Got it. And Ramadan, if you're in Mecca or Medina, where the Prophet uh -huh. is from, so if you're in Mecca, you will do the 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 same walk that the Prophet used to do when he was, you know, back then, because he used to do that before he got the revelations. He would walk all the way in the desert and spend 30 days in a, in a cave without food and water during the day. And then he would eat and, you know, drink at night. And then he would sacrifice an animal. And that was what he used to do before he got the revelations. Mm. And if you're in Mecca, you probably are going to do that. Got it. So it's just, you know... 
a lot of personal sacrifice in in benefits of others mm-hmm. to benefit others so um when i see people using that for you know futile reasons i just yeah. think it's you know insane to me because i love my friends and they're so respectful with other religions yeah and seeing us not being respectful with other religions probably because of ignorance really made me feel bad because yes. i'm here and i know all of this so that's why i also posted in my instagram but um that's basically all i know about ramadan and it's just such a positive month and you do yoga right so you know that yeah. feeling when you're doing yoga and then at the end you're meditating uh-huh. and then you feel like this connection with earth it is so awesome that is what it is to pray in islam god every time after you you do your prayer because you need to be with good intention you yes. can't think about anything else you need to think about the words you're saying and you're repeating really good things all the time right yeah. You're talking to God. So then at the end, when you finish your prayer, that feeling of connection is what you have every time. And that feeling of peace, yes. of spirit, of mind, of being protected, of being um, supported. And that's why you feel during this time even more. Because if you pray during the... the if you end up praying right at the time they say that right at the time that the prophet had revelation you're praying and you're doing everything correctly you're gonna get a really big you know gift from god mm-hmm. so this praying during this time is very very um satisfactory as well and i don't know if i'm crazy but the moon looks so much prettier Look at the moon, guys. Like it was insane yesterday. Did you see? Did you see the moon yesterday? Yes, it was. It it didn't look real. Exactly, that's what I'm telling you. It was like you. beyond it. It had stars and it was that moon and it just. It's crazy. It's like CGI <laughs> shit. I've never look. I've been observing the sky forever, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. every time it's Ramadan, I look at the sky as well because I love the moon and I love the yeah. stars, and every single time it's Ramadan. It's just insanely beautiful. And I was born during Ramadan. I was born on 6th of May. No sure. Ramadan finishes on the, I think, 12th this month. This May. 12th of May. Yeah, May 12th. So, yeah, I was born during Ramadan. That's insane. Mm. And that's so much good knowledge. So, it, it's obvious. It, it becomes obvious to us after listening to all that. That it shouldn't be something that you use for... So promoting yourself. Yeah, promoting yeah. your business. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's all I had to share with you guys about Ramadan, about Islam. Um, actually, another fun fact about me. I didn't drink for a year in an attempt to see if I could do it for, um, you know, if I mm-hmm. even became Muslim one day. And when I was doing, you know, Ramadan and praying and all this, I wouldn't drink as well. And I did Ramadan last year while I was in Brazil. So I didn't drink for two months last year because you can't drink for 40 days before Ramadan starts. Oh, I didn't know And that. then you have, then look, have you Ramadan. shouldn't be drinking at all. But like they say, yeah, it takes 40 days for it to leave your body completely, which yes. I don't think it's true, but it's fine. I did it anyways, and it was insane. It was so crazy to do Ramadan in Brazil because it was the first time that I did the whole month for the, all the hours, and I would wake up at 5 a.m. to pray when I was going to sleep at 4, and sometimes uh-huh. I would just, you know, be awake until 6 after the prayer and then go to sleep and have to wake up before midday for the midday prayer and then have to, you know... Quite intense. I couldn't exercise because you can't be sweaty and you were also working i was working at night yeah with australia times that's yeah. why we were sleeping at four yeah so it was insane to do it here because there is no community and i had many friends mm-hmm. actually reaching out to me asking if i was doing ramadan after i posted everything if i was doing the fasting and stuff and i said i'm not because life happens and i would love to but the sense of community lasts hard, here yeah. it gets hard. like i can't just 
tell my not boyfriend but the guy that I'm seeing that look I'm not gonna drink for two months because I'm going to be fasting and praying in odd times like I can't say that to him you know yeah, it's it hard doing it by sense. yourself yeah doing it by yourself is hard but I do recommend trying one day even mm -hmm. just to get the feeling it's a nice perspective it's crazy it's, it's crazy good yeah we should have that perspective especially because right now in Brazil we're, we're pretty bad at where half of the population doesn't know if they're going to get food their next exactly. meal. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's another thing we can urge to people, you know, use that moment of this month that is such a um, spiritual and giving month to yeah. look at, you, you know, the people around you. They need food, they need water, yeah. they need clothing, they need things. And you have a lot of things. So don't be afraid to show kindness and help. Yeah. Another person. Use all the, the visibility to promote those things that are yeah. in accord. Yeah, that are according to the religion, positive. Yeah, and not even Go the religion, but the, the the spirit of it, right? Yeah, yeah. The of spirit course. of it. The intention behind it. Yeah. So, that's it. I Beautiful. talked a lot. <laughs> I loved it. It was it was so informative. I think yeah. we all learned a lot from this. I'm glad. I'm glad I could bring some some you know knowledge, um, and if you guys have anything to to say or comment about it, if you like this kind of content as well, where we bring a different perspective that you might not have had otherwise, um, let us know. And if any of my Muslim friends are listening to this, just know that you guys have been truly an inspiration for me and you're amazing people and you know just keep being yourselves and i miss you all so much <laughs> beautiful that's it guys thank you guys bye thank you bye bye